Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham today. Got to make sure uh, we tell you guys where to go, right? We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, where we tweet out those links uh, to the YouTube uh, show, also on Instagram and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the uh, professional landlords in the Nashville area, simply head to renterswarehouse.com. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, check them out for your new car buying process and make them a part of that new car buying process by going to wilsoncountyhyundai.com or see them in Lebanon. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Jack, uh, before we dive into ranking the Titans' top three free agent priorities, I do want to read this tweet uh, just you know about 15 minutes ago from ESPN's Diana Rossini. Quote, Aaron Rodgers will be informing the Packers of his decision soon, per league sources. I'm told there are multiple teams with offers on the table, but of course, nothing can happen until the Green Bay Packers allow a trade. So uh, that is from Diana Rossini. Uh, So maybe some new uh, Packers drama out there again. Uh, So... Uh, Jack, your initial thoughts on that, that there are multiple offers on the table before the Packers even know what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. How do you feel about this new Packers-Aaron Rodgers update? Well, the way she phrased that kind of insinuates that there may be a trade on the horizon, uh, that Rodgers' request might be to be traded. Um, you, you know, the Packers, they're, they're doing all they can. They brought in Rodgers' old quarterback coach. But, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, the guy who's been calling plays up there in Green Bay, he moved to Denver, where he's now the head coach, so I'm, I'm sure they're in on the mix. San Francisco, who's reportedly in on Rodgers last year, they need a quarterback if they're not ready for Trey Lance. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm not surprised there's multiple offers on the table. Rodgers is a guy, and you know, NFL GMs look around the league in the last two years, two quarterbacks who were on their first year with their new team, each won a Super Bowl in Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. So Aaron Rodgers is obviously attractive for many reasons for NFL teams, especially contenders who feel like they can win a Super Bowl next year. So uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I, I, I'm still, I, I call Rogers bluff every time on this because he's still been in green Bay, you know, all this time. It seems like this off season, you saw with his Instagram post um, that he's, you know, in a better mental state. It appears he's, he's at least, you know, on the surface happier or appearing happier than he was last off season. But, you know, m- maybe it's just because he wants to, you know, end on a good note in green Bay, but, the way that Diana Rossini phrased that makes me think that a trade is coming. Well, I mean, it makes sense that uh, teams are looking to go after Aaron Rodgers before Aaron Rodgers even officially becomes available. So you know, teams are putting uh, their plans together and being proactive on this instead of being reactive. So we'll see what happens. But there's also uh, some drama out there with another quarterback in the NFC West who has changed his social media profile picture away from his NFL team. <laughs> Kyler Murray did this a couple of weeks ago by just wiping every Arizona Cardinals uh, thing off of his social media. Russell Wilson's new profile picture is him playing with like a independent baseball team or something. I don't know. But uh, so Russell Wilson might be trying to force his way out of Seattle after not being able to do that last off season. And now the Aaron Rodgers thing is definitely interesting. You know, obviously everybody would love to know uh, who, uh, those teams are that have offers on the table for Aaron Rodgers and what those look like. Are we ever going to figure out what those are? Hell no. Uh, uh, we're never going to find out who those who those guys are, who, who those teams are. Now, the Titans, one of them, I highly doubt it. But, um, you know, if the Titans do their homework on it, they absolutely should because Aaron Rodgers is definitely an upgrade uh, from where they are. Yeah, as it pertains to Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, and, you know, to a lesser degree, we saw A.J. Brown, uh, in a batting cage at Hillwood High earlier this offseason. The MLB lockout's not helping them with any leverage uh, because th- that season, you know, maybe cut short, looks like it will be cut short. I think this week, uh, at the end of this week, is kind of the last day they have in order to start the season on time. So um, any 
I'm going to the MLB discussion from Tyler Murray. Uh, that leverage is pretty much gone until the league and the Players Association kind of figures it out on the MLB side of things. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Jack Gentry uh, wearing that rocking the A to Z hat. Here on this Titans Thursday, in- talking advertisement for the for yeah. The, look, for the I mean, look, I've got like twenty five A to Z logos behind me. Uh, <laughs> you know where I've got we've got you know the big one on the on the screen anyway. But you know you, you do what you got to do. But all right, all right, so let's get to our initial lead topic today because I, I literally lifted this from the Titan Up podcast from this week, uh, where Austin Huff and Jack Gentry talked with Joe Rexrode, and Huff presented this to Joe Rexrode. And it was ranking the Titans' top three priorities in free agency. So, so um, the three things that you guys talked about were re-signing Harold Landry, re-signing center Ben Jones, or and signing a free agent tight end. Right. So those are the three big priorities for John Robinson in free agency: re-sign Harold Landry, re-sign Ben Jones, and go get a free agent tight end. I want to ask you guys, how do you rank these three from most important to least important? Most important to least important. That is what we're going to do right now. So Jack has posted that question in the chat and I will answer those and we'll give our answers and your answers after I tell you about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com and find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. It create extra, creates extra cash flow for you and your family. It also uh, helps you get long-term equity because when you sell your house, you're also losing the equity that went along with it. And long-term equity helps you get retirement plan ready, and Renters Warehouse does all the work for you. They're the landlords. You're not. They do all the work. You don't. You just get the money. You get the equity to build onto simply at RentersWarehouse.com. Download the BetMGM app. It's the king of sportsbooks, and the selection on the site is unmatched. Use promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. And if you follow A to Z Sports on social media, like I know you guys do, or at least should, uh, stay tuned because there will be a best bet coming out that we may be talking about. Um, but you can you can wager your $1,000 however, however much you want uh, on this best bet that I'll talk about later. Um, but you have to make sure when you download the BetMGM app, you use that promo code A to Z Sports. Get your free money, guys. They're handing it out to you. They're, they're, they're pretty much telling you to come take their money. So make sure you do that. Promo code A to Z Sports. Get in on the action today. Yeah, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-889. 9789. So Jack, here is <laughs> I saw Lou Louis answer to this question. Uh that's talking about, I mean, it's just very funny. I'm not gonna we're not gonna get into it. Louis is all over the war. Yeah. yeah, all over the the war that's happening as you know, you know, we are sitting here talking about free agent priorities and things are exploding across uh, oceans. But anyway, Jack, the question is we're ranking these three free agent priorities for the Titans. Resign Harold Landry. Resign Ben Jones or sign a free agent tight end. What are you seeing from the chat when we're ranking these uh, most important to third most important? Because I think all three of them are very important. So it's like there's no one that's like not important. It's just which ones are more important than the others. Yeah, G-Man's chiming in. He says Landry Jones, then a tight end. Uh, Landry Jones is also a former quarterback. So Landry Jones tight end, Landry Jones QB. I don't know. MB agrees with him. Justin's going Landry, tight end, then Ben Jones. Here we go. Landry, re-sign Jones, add tight end. So most people have, you know, Landry number one. Billy says tight end first, then Jones, then Landry. Okay, Billy's trying to save a little money, it looks like. Uh, Shane's going tight end, Ben Jones, Harold Landry. Uh, Ben, tight end, Harold from Eric. So a lot of different answers from you guys. Um it's 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 an interesting angle because each of these options kind of presents a different challenge for John Robinson, right? Harold Landry's gonna gonna break the bank. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. He's gonna break the bank. He's he's gonna be looking for you know in in between probably uh, where has probably a little less. I don't know that the Titans will be able to afford that. 
But um, he's going to break the bank wherever he goes, in, especially if he stays. Um, ben Jones, he's older. He's going to cost much less. But that center position, man, it's so undervalued. Uh, he's, he calls the protections at the line. He's very crucial to what the Titans have. And he's been available for, uh, you know, the most part of his career with the, with the Titans. Uh, Ten years in the league with Ben Jones. So, he, you know, time may be ticking on him. But the tight end position, man, we all thought it would be Ferkser's year this past year. It just it, it didn't turn out that way. Now there were the you know the Titans were able to find production out of guys like Michael Pruitt, who made big plays for the first you know fifteen or so games of the season when they needed them. Uh, Jeff Swain was a pleasant surprise. He was able to to reel in a handful of passes while also contributing uh, as a blocker, which is what the Titans you know initially signed him for. They didn't anticipate him you know being relied on in the passing game like he was this year, but. Uh, all three of those guys set to be free agents. So what do you do? Do you com- do you bring one of those guys back? Do you completely scrap it and and try and build from outside the building? Uh, it, it's a huge question. And, you, you know, Robinson's got some big decisions to make. And, you know, you can address some of these things in the draft. You want to go find a center? Mm-hmm. The draft will provide. You want to go find a tight end? Middle rounds of the draft, That you know, you don't have to reach for one. You can find a guy in there. But uh, Harold Landry, those guys come around. Uh, you know, once every so often. And the Titans haven't had a guy like that uh, in quite some time. So to let him walk would be would be a big decision and one that would be very scrutinized, especially in Nashville. Yeah, uh, I, I did see a comment before I get back to this. Uh, Pauly D says on Facebook, what scares me is that the Titans are not known for re-signing players to a second contract. Like, where are you getting that thing from, Pauly D? I think the Titans have made good decisions on re-signing players to second contracts under John Robinson. I mean, the, one of the first things John Robinson did was extend Jarrell Casey before he even started playing. He signed Taylor Lewan to a big second contract. He signed Tevin Byard to a big second contract. He signed Derek Henry to a big second contract. I think Ryan Paul, Tannehill yeah. signed him to a contract with the Titans after his was expiring. Like he's a, he's going to sign AJ Brown and, and uh, Jeffrey Simmons, to those contracts. He's allowed. He's made the decisions on who to let walk. Corey Davis, you let walk for that number. Jonu Smith, you let walk for that number. Who else has been up? Who has earned it? Right, like, like yeah, that's Ador, kind of. I Ador think Jackson certainly wasn't. Adore right. Jackson wasn't so, a guy like that. And so, Jack Conklin may be the only argument, but he, again, he was. That was hard, not. He, his price tag was too expensive. The Browns so, gave Jack Conklin over twenty million dollars in the first year of the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so maybe that's what Pauly D's referring to, but yeah, the I'm one guy, the one. So like, name somebody besides Jack Conklin, the Titans whiffed on and made a mistake by not bringing back for a second contract. After this season, you could say Jonu Smith. I think that's fine. That's fair. And now, look, but even see what Jonu did in in New England for they, one they year. They run they run two tight ends, had a rookie sure. quarterback. There's a lot of variables up in New England, but you know, it, it's interesting to me because they let Jonu walk. But here we are this offseason, and they're willing to, they're, they're now, uh, they appear to be willing to spend a little cash at the tight end position in free agency. So uh, is Robinson acknowledging his mistake, or is he just, you know, capitalizing on one of the last years of the Titans Super Bowl window? I don't know which way it is, but uh, that, that appears to be the position the Titans are headed in. And, you know, the Janu thing does hurt because of how versatile he was, especially in the Titans offense. But, Johnu Smith worked because Arthur Smith made it work. Johnu Smith's very talented on his own, but I don't know that Johnu would have had the same impact in Todd Downing's offense that he did in Arthur Smith. So there's a lot of moving parts when talking about that and the decision to let him go and test free agency and eventually, you know, the Patriots swooping him up. But uh, the Titans are back in the position where they've got to find an answer this offseason at tight end. All right, so you guys have answered now, outside of Jack Conklin, who did John Robinson miss on instead of re-signing to to second deals? Uh, Jacob and DB says Dennis Kelly. Well, they actually signed Dennis Kelly to a second contract after trading for him. So they did that. Then they cut Dennis Kelly. So that's not the same thing that we're talking about. They decided to move on from Dennis Kelly's contract they signed him to. So. I still think that was a bad move to move on from Dennis Kelly, but that's apples and oranges. Uh, people are bringing up Johnny Smith. Eric brings up Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown. Like, if you guys think Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown, and I'll add Ken to Eric, 
are worthy of second contract. Well, actually, Jayon Brown did get a second contract. It was just a one-year deal, and he didn't prove it. Rashawn Evans, Rashawn Evans and Day and Jayon Brown were both healthy scratches the last two games the Titans played this season, and because they have better guys. Like, so you're not going to pay backups a second contract money like Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown because David Long and Zach Cunningham are better than those two guys. So again, like the you guys are proving the point that John Robinson typically makes the smart decision, football and financials, when it comes to who he extends and gives second contracts to. So I don't think there is zero problems with really what John Robinson has decided. All right, well, let's get into our rankings, right? The, these these three guys, we haven't ranked our guys yet. I think it's no. time to do that. Let's do um, it. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll lead this one off. Okay. I think Harold Landry is absolutely priority number one. Without question, you have to bring him back. I mean, how far removed are we from the Titans not being able to pressure any quarterbacks in a, in a conference in the AFC where the, the, the quarterback position, you know, is it's littered with talent in the AFC. You've got Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson. Now you have Burrow, Herbert. You've got a handful of guys that can really do damage to you. And in order to beat those teams and to, and to kind of slow down those offenses, you need a pass rush. We saw that in 2020. Now they finally have one in 2021, and you let Harold Landry, who you found in the draft, walk? That makes no sense. I, I think you have to pay the price tag. you got to swallow some money to bring him back because of – He's a guy who doesn't want to come off a field. He's not a situational pass rusher, right? The Titans, I mean, the, the last two offseasons, it, it was discussed how maybe they weren't getting as much out of Harold Landry as they could have because of how much they played him. I mean, his usage rate is through the roof. He's a versatile guy. He can help out. He's a, he's a great pass rusher, as we saw this year with, with a career high in sacks. So to let a guy walk like that, when you still have kind of a question mark at Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, yeah, he was dealing with, he was coming off an ACL and he had an an abdominal injury in the during the season, but there's still a lot of question marks around. I, I don't think I think Bud Dupree. I think Bud Dupree will be so much better next year than he was this year. And and if you go and I don't have the splits on on the top of my head, but you can look at what the Titans defense did as a whole with Bud Dupree, and then the games where they were missing Bud Dupree. It's pretty astronomical in the amount of pressure and sacks they were able to get with Dupree on the field compared to when he was in street clothes, unable to go with whether it was his knee maintenance or the abdominal injury. Bud Dupree was really good this season. It just didn't show up in the sack category, much like I think Harold Landry was a year ago. But but Bud Dupree this year allowed Landry to go for 12 sacks, allowed Jeff Simmons and Danico Autry to dominate up up the middle. And then Bud Dupree came on, Pretty strong towards the end once he got healthy. I think year two for the Titans for Bud Dupree will be massive. And look, it's February 24th. I'm not for bold predictions, you know, six months ahead of time, not seven months plus ahead of time. I think Bud Dupree is a double-digit sack guy next year. Uh, that's how much I believe in his really? growth and what he can do next season. Yes. Well, well, they're paying him to be that. And he wasn't this year. I think he had three, three and a half sacks. But, you know, dealing with injuries, I, you, now you have a full offseason. I get it. But I think Bud Dupree – what helps him is having Harold Landry on the opposite side. You don't have to deal they help with each other. Help. Yeah. They're both, it goes hand in hand. Absolutely. So, you know, and I saw a comment said bad business. It's bad business to let probably the cornerstone of your defense walk just because, you know, over a handful of a million dollars. All right. So Landry's number one, right? Landry's, Landry's number, number one. one. Who's number two in your priority list? Figure out the salary cap later. You have your chance to win a Super Bowl now. Number two has to be the tight end position. With Julio Jones as the number two receiver on this team, really Nick Westbrook-Akina had more yards than Julio Jones last season. So you've got to have another option for Tannehill. You want to get the most out of that guy? Give him a tight end. Give him a security blanket. Give him something over the middle. Uh, you know, and we'll talk about dra- who they need to draft. You know, on on a different show. But to solve that tight end position is very crucial. Tannehill with Jonu Smith excelled. I mean, he looked he looked like a top ten quarterback last year. The turnovers were a big problem. He didn't have that safety valve to check down to, to go to, to move the sticks when he needed to. Um, and, and we kind of saw that with, you know, Ferkser and Swaim and, and Michael Prude at times, but there was no consistency at that position. So uh, look across the AFC. Again, this is an, another position in the AFC that is stocked with talent. Travis Kelsey. Uh, you got Mark Andrews. 
Darren Waller. You've got uh, Dawson Knox now. There's so many elite tight ends in the AFC, and that's and all those teams, by the way, made the playoffs this past season. So it, there is something there. You have to figure that out, especially without a reliable guy as your number two on the outside with Julio Jones. You don't know how many games he's going to play next year. So you got to find a tight end who's going to be reliable, who can do both pass and or, or receive and block, and you know, just overall be a red zone threat. The Titans have to. What made them great in 2020 was their ability to punch it in in the red zone. Todd Downing's offense it was it was highly criticized. I mean, high leverage situations with Todd Downing, especially down in the the low red zone, those situations most of those times. It, it, it took a handful of plays in a bunch of those times. They didn't even get into the end zone. So you need to tie it in there to maximize what you can get out of Tannehill. And finally, is obviously Ben Jones, right? Finally, Ben Jones. He's old and, and or he's not, you know, he's low thirties. That's not old. So for anybody but he's, over 30. for a center, he can play much longer, uh, but he's definitely getting up there in age and he's battled through a lot of injuries for That's sure. That's the thing. And, and, you know, while he hasn't missed a game in quite a while, he's been dealing with nagging injuries and, you know, you, you can only deal with those things for so long, and especially in football. It's, I get to the offensive line. That's, that's probably the toughest position in sports. Um, ben Jones, very valuable. He, he's a 10-year a, a vet with experience, you know, in pass protect, you know, calling pass protections at the line of scrimmage. Uh, he does a lot in the run game as well. He's a valuable piece to the offense, but you – could afford to move on for a cheaper option if you were able to find a guy like that in the draft, save yourself five, six million dollars and go spend that elsewhere. Maybe, maybe that's the money you need to bring Harold Landry back um, or to bring Dane Crookshank back, who's an honorable mention for this uh, John Robinson offseason mm-hmm. shopping list. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to put Jones at the bottom of that list. But I understand his value. It, it's just maybe a situation where you could save yourself some money and also upgrade to a younger guy that you'll be able to rely on for years to come. All right. So I'm going to get to mine. Uh, also, uh, we've got a commenter who has now gone over two uh, in the comments today uh, so far, but I'm going to get to my comments on how I would rank these guys. Cause I definitely disagree uh, with where Jack's rankings are. So I'll do that in a second, but first I'm going to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go uh, to find uh, a new ride because make them a part of your car buying process. Buying a new car these days, not that easy because there's a lot of chip shortages, which means not a lot of cars out there in the lot. But if you go to someone you can trust, they can help that make make that process a lot easier on you. And that is Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon at Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go check them out. Great brand with the Hyundai. The Hyundai Palisade is honestly sweet. Uh, it's really cool. The third row SUV that they debuted a couple of years ago, get all the bells and whistles, really nice looking ride. Uh, really, really nice looking ride for sure. The Hyundai Sonata, as well as the other sedan and SUV models, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Not now, but after the show. Stick with us. We got a, we got half a show to go. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app and use that promo code A to Z sports that you see on your screen. And when you make your first deposit, you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. 1,000 smackaroonies. That's what you can wager on any game that you would like this weekend. Maybe it's tonight. Maybe it's on the ice with the, with the Pecorino game and the Dallas Stars on, on the second game of their back-to-back. As they finished one in overtime last night. You could, you could invest there. Hey, maybe you want to get in on college baseball. They've got it all on BetMGM. So download that app. Use that promo code A to Z Sports and take advantage of that risk-free bet up to $1,000 today. All right, I'm going to disagree with Zach's ranking of the free agent priorities. Jack, Jack is my name. Jack, I'm sorry. Zach is just conditioned to say it, Zach. And Jack is pretty close. And I disagree with Zach all the time, so that's pretty natural why I said that. Yeah. But uh, uh, one of our commenters now 0 for 2 uh, this morning on the show because D.B. Cooper earlier said that Dennis Kelly did not get a second deal from the Titans when that was a different conversation. D.B. Cooper on Facebook says, Titans need Kevin Byard to take another salary cut. Kevin Byard has never taken – a salary cut. Kevin Byard has restructured his contract, which means he gets more money in his pocket now. Restructuring a, con- a contract means you turn future salary into signing bonus, where you can spread that out throughout the entirety of the deal. And the signing bonus is paid to the player right now. And so Kevin Byard has never taken a salary cut. In fact, he's taken uh, more bonuses in his ability to restructure. So I'm sorry, DB, to call you out again, but you are 0 for 2 
uh, this morning. Okay. So my rankings of this, Jack, is <laughs> I actually have Harold Landry third. Really? In this. Okay. Yes. And I've I'll, talked I'll about you. this a lot over the last couple of weeks. I would rather the Titans pay Ben Jones and solid free agent tight end X rather than pay Harold Landry an average of $17 million a year over the next four or five years. Just because it's going to get super tight, super tight with the cap over the next couple of years. And you've already got big free agent dollars in Bud Dupree. You've already got big free agent, not as big, but bigger free agent dollars in Danico Autry. In my God, Jeffrey Simmons is about to be the highest paid man on this roster in a couple of years because I predict Ryan Tannehill won't be here. But Jeffrey Simmons might be the highest paid guy in the Titans roster two years from now when Tannehill's coming off the books. He's going to get paid more than A.J. Brown because it's another year later. And so that's so much money, so much money tied up in your front four. And I know your pass rush is incredibly important. I'm not denying that. But you have to be able to supplement and not just put like $150 million into your front four because Bud Dupree is already counting 9% of your cap. Harold Landry have already said that he wants to go more than that via Buck Rising's report at our website. So you're going to say, okay, now Harold Landry is worth another 9% of your cap. Plus, that doesn't count what Danico Autry is and what uh, Jeff Simmons will be in the future. Man, you've unfortunately, you might have to sacrifice Harold Landry for Big Jeff. And that's how you have to view it. And just like you had to sacrifice Jonu Smith for Derrick Henry, that's how you view that. You gave Derrick Henry Jonu Smith money and you couldn't afford them both. I don't think you can afford all four of Dupree, Simmons, Autry, and Landry. And Landry's the first guy that has the opportunity to go. So I rank Ben Jones and the tight end ahead of Harold Landry. That's just, that's just what you have. It's just how you have to allocate the money. You can't be hyper-focused on the salary cap when you have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. I mean, if if it takes five years of poverty after a Super Bowl, that's fine. I think all Titans fans would agree that that's, you know, a sacrifice they'd be willing to make. But you have to invest in your weaknesses this offseason. The weakness was the defensive line. And it's the not anymore. Last off, it would be again if they got rid of Harold Landry. Who are they going to put up there? Rashad Weaver coming off a season-ending knee injury? I mean, it was a, it was a broken – like Rashad broken Weaver broke leg, his whatever. leg in September. Same which, deal. The, no, 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 not the same deal. Like Rashad Weaver's already out there posing on Instagram and him walking around. Like Rashad Weaver's going to be fine. Like you break your leg and the bone heals. He didn't – it's not like he had some like crazy – Fine enough recon- to start – on the on the edge of a Super Bowl contender. That's why you. So. That's what you drafted Rashad Weaver for in the fourth at, round. Yes, to to be a big. Oh God, Jack. Austin, the Titans. The Titans had to have insurance for Harold Landry because we knew going into this past year there was a high likeliness of Harold Landry either playing so well he outpriced himself or not playing well enough to be able to keep him. And Rashawn Evans didn't play well enough to need to keep him. And I think Harold Landry played so well he priced himself out because of all the other resources the Titans have on the front four. And you cannot continue to stack the front four with all this money. Like, you can't afford to do that, especially when if you don't re-sign Ben Jones, who is your third priority in this conversation, man, you might have three brand-new offensive linemen starting. With Ryan Tannehill, there there are ways to there is there are, there are outs you have in in everybody's contract and everybody's contract. There's an out. You're not committed to Bud Dupree for, for the long term. You you don't have to be at least if you want to save some money there. I think that's the guy you get rid of. He's older. He has a history of of injuries. And last season the production wasn't there. I get it that he was kind of he was very disruptive, but the sack numbers weren't there. So uh, I, I don't know if I'm fully willing to trust Bud Dupree as the number one edge rusher. That's a, you know T.J. Watt was that guy in Pittsburgh. That's why Bud Dupree's production was so, was so you know so so big and, and, and impactful. But in, in Tennessee, I, I just don't know that Bud Dupree's ready for that role. I, I, they paid him a lot of money, and he should be for for that for the price that he's that he's getting paid. But 
to let Harold Landry walk in this defense just take another step back when it, another step back? Season. They took a massive step forward. They're not. I mean, they will be they will be worse without their without Harold Landry. I don't not. I'm not denying that. The but defense you in the have, pass rush is why they were able to to step yeah. on the shot at the end against the Bengals. But what they what happened? They lost. No, they lost because of the quarterback. The quarterback did not yes. have enough resources around him. And, and knowing that your quarterback is deficient in areas where other quarterbacks in the AFC are not, you have to have a, 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 a really a top 10 defense if you want to win a Super Bowl. That defense is now the strong suit of the team. Until you figure out the offense and Tannehill and the wide receiver position along with the tight end and what you're going to do on offensive line, that defense is going to carry you right now. We saw that last year in big games. They stepped up, especially the pass rush. Nine sacks against the Bengals. Harold Landry is a big part of that. Jeffrey Simmons is too, as well as Autry and Dupree. But I, I think Titans fans will realize next year if, if they if they right. start the season without Harold Landry, that pass rush is, is going to fall back to average, maybe below average. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the dude, dude, Jeffrey Simmons, Nico Autry, and Bud Dupree are way better, are way too good for it to fall to the average. idea of Bud Dupree at his best. Yes, but uh, the, but, no Bud Dupree is just. That. Bud Dupree's just getting better. Like he he had an ACL reconstruction in December and he was playing like nine months. Like that's crazy. Like Bud Dupree will be better this year. And so here, here's why I love it's, this it's show. A gamble. Because I see Scott saying Jack is right. And then Billy, two comments later, saying Jack is wrong. Uh, and then you see Scott's Troy right. saying uh, they have three guys that can get to the quarterback. Jack, they can afford to let Landry walk. And then Steven says, I agree with Jack. Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree was good in Pittsburgh because he had TJ Watt. Bud Dupree was good in Nashville. He just did not have the sack numbers to really prove it. Bud Dupree was a difference maker. I'll go to another. This is, this is, this is the same thing we were saying about Jadavian Clowney when he was here. And I get it. They're not the same player. But, but this Bud is the Dupree same is, thing Bud Dupree. Oh, he's getting back there. He's causing pressures. You got, at the end of the day, you got to get to the quarterback. You got to take it. You got to sack the quarterback. That's what, that's what gets these guys paid in the NFL. That's what's going to get Harold Landry paid this offseason. Pressures are great. Sacks are better. I mean, yes. And, and I think Bud Dupree created a lot of sacks for his teammates. And and Bud Dupree had more tangible production than Jadavian Clowney has had over the last couple of years. Of I, I do think that's true as well. Um, so, anyway, uh, I do think it's it's interesting. I think – if you can, you need to get two out of these three, uh, right? I think two out of these three is the minimum. Getting all three, man, that would be really impressive uh, from salary cap gymnastics if they can pull that off. But if you get two out of the three, I think you can get better um, out of re-signing Ben Jones and a tight end than having a lot of that money uh, held up with Harold Landry. They look. They're going to have to figure out how to spread this money, but to let Harold Landry walk is just a decision that they're going to regret, and I know that they're going to regret it. You have a guy finally. You finally have a homegrown guy that you found in the draft that is, you know, one of the best in the NFL at getting to the quarterback. This past season, I mean, he was he was in the top ten. He was tenth in the NFL with twelve sacks. I saw a commenter say he he gets a lot of pressures, but not a lot of sacks. Twelve sacks. That's tenth in the league. they're, those guys do not grow on trees, and they're not easy to find in the draft. The Titans should know this. Uh, maybe, look, you, Jack, you are overvaluing Landry. You pay for production. If if they are worth every cent, which Landry would be if you brought him back, then you do it. I get it. It's a lot of money, and it's intimidating, and, and there's some cap gymnastics that's going to have to be done if you bring Landry back. But by cutting guys in, in cap casualties like, Janoris Jenkins and Roger Stafford, they're able to do this. They're able to afford this. You have to be able to go replace those guys. And here's my point. If you're going to replace Roger Stafford, who is that guy? It ain't Aaron Brewer. So before anybody answers Aaron Brewer, he's not a full-time starting guard. You can find a guy for half of Stafford's cost, whether it's free agency. You you can even go, you know, left guard in the draft if you So you're going to rely on a rookie because remember, Ben Jones is third on your list. So you're basically saying Ben Jones, maybe, but it's no big deal if he's back, right? You can you can find a veteran left guard in free agency that's that's going to be able to hold up. You have Caleb Farley at the cornerback position, which you you, yeah, you are Jenkins planning is on as good as gone. Jenkins has signed a one. His was a one year deal, right when he signed, basically. You kick Raidens out to right tackle, and I, I think you've got something. You've got a pretty cheap offensive line, excluding uh, Taylor Lewan. You have enough money to bring back Landry and continue some of what made this defense so great last year. 
I mean, Shane Bowen, people were calling for his head last offseason. I, I just because they couldn't I, get to the quarterback. Third I down. Just think, were... I just think saying that you only have Lawan and you lose Saffold and Ben Jones is a big roll of the dice for your offensive line. I think you need I think you need two of those three guys back too. I'm just saying you can afford to get rid of one of the two. If it's Saffold or Jones, I think Saffold's the option because of how much that you can save with him. I think it's close to $12 million. So one would be the bigger save, but he would also be the harder one to replace. Exactly. And left tackle. I don't know that you can afford to replace both tackles in a year where you're going to be contending for the Super Bowl. It's too difficult. It's too tall of a task, especially for John Robinson, who, who has really struggled to find a tackle in the draft since Jack Conklin. Yeah, and G-Man says the Chiefs put together a pretty good first-year line. I mean, they did. They had, uh, like, a couple rookies. Creed Humphrey started center. But they got Trey Smith in the sixth round, which is just an uh, anomaly. Like, mm-hmm. Trey Smith is a first- or second-round talent. But if he had, if he didn't have lung clots in his lungs in college or blood clots in his lungs in college, he would have been, uh, you know, a second-round pick, third-round pick at the bottom uh, of that if he didn't have the blood clots. But that – that's an anomaly there because Trey Smith is an absolute freak. Um, yeah, anyway, that's not gonna. That's a that's a fluke situation that the Chiefs were able to rebuild their entire offensive line and it worked. And they also traded for Orlando Brown. That was a big deal uh, mm-hmm. as well. So, all right, A to Z Sports here live on this show. So this next topic is going to be interesting. The Preds are reportedly shopping one of their best players, Philip Forsberg. Jack and I are going to tell you who the Titans comp would be. So the Preds shopping Philip Forsberg would be comparable to the Titans shopping one of these two guys. But first, let me tell you about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, Get better coverage, better rates, and better service with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Head to the website, fbhp.com slash atoz. That's fbhp.com slash atoz. Uh, Zach has talked about it a lot over the last couple of months as he has started officially his new deal, a new life with Farm Bureau Health Plans because he was just going to the whatever the hell dot, you know, for his coverage that was bad coverage, uh, a high deductible, high rates. Well, he's got a lower deductible with better coverage for a much lower rate. I think Zach's paying like 22% less per month for his health coverage now compared to what he had previously so farm bureau health plans it's really easy jack started his process as well finished over, it. yeah over uh finished it mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good to go i turned 26 at the end of the month so i've got to get this thing going um, wow, I, was, I mean that took like a week and a half yeah pretty pretty quick pretty easy I love um it. yeah yeah like so I, all i did i went down to franklin i met with victoria and she set it up and we got it going i mean it, it, was, it was pretty quick pretty easy a little paperwork involved but not yeah. pretty harmless Love it. Love it. So check it out, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Download the BetMGM app, use promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. $1,000 to spend however you'd like. And remember, it's free. Your deposit, if you lose this bet, it will not come out of your deposit. You'll have the same amount of money that you put in, even if this bet goes awry. However, if you bet on the Preds tonight, I don't think it will. Pecorine night, stars coming off a back-to-back. Or, or an overtime win in a back-to-back situation. They don't even get into town, by the way, until 2 p.m. Puck drops at 7.30. That's enough on the Preds. More to bet MGM. <laughs> Download this app, use promo code A to Z Sports, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 and spend that however you'd like. They've got all kinds of options on the site. But make sure you use that promo code A to Z Sports when you download. All right, so the report that came out last night, uh, I'm going to pull up the uh, the tweet so I can appropriately source it. Uh, this was from, uh, let's see, where'd it go? Uh, Andy Strickland, hearing the Preds are actively shopping superstar Philip Forsberg. So my question to you guys is, who is the Philip Forsberg comp for the Tennessee Titans because Philip Forsberg, Jack, is about to the trade deadlines in like March 21st, I want to say, for the NHL. Philip Forsberg's just like a handful of goals away from becoming the Preds' all time goal scorer in a career. And then he might be traded as he approaches it or right after he passes uh, that record from David Legwan. So, who is the Philip Forsberg comp? For the Tennessee Titans. I see some chat answers coming in, but Jack, I want to know yours. 
Philip Forsberg, this report, you know, while I knew it was coming, he's at the end of his deal. This is his last year left on it. And, you know, if the Preds do believe that he's going to walk, they have the option to trade him and get a pretty big haul. There are a handful of contenders out there who could really use Philip Forsberg, and they'd be willing to, you know, mortgage the future in order to get a guy like Philip Forsberg to kind of transform what they can do on the offensive side. Um, but when you when you look at the Titans roster and you're trying to, trying to look for a guy who is very similar to Philip Forsberg, they're different in ages, and this guy's still on his first deal, although he's going to get you know his second in, in due time. I'm going A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown is the Philip Forsberg for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're both human highlight reels, whether it's Philip Forsberg in the Michigan goal or it's A.J. Brown making in, insane run runs after the catch or end zone catches like we saw against Cincinnati. They both pop up. They're sports center top 10 type of players. Um, they're big in the clutch. When you need a goal, who do you go to if you're the Predators? You go to Philip Forsberg. Every, whether it's a power play situation late in the game or you know an extra attacker's on, you want Philip Forsberg to be shooting the puck, just like you want the ball to be in A.J. Brown's hands. Get the ball and the puck to your best players, and you'll win. Uh, another thing, they're both homegrown, and I know that the Preds didn't draft Forsberg, but he's played every single game of his NHL career in Nashville. So it, it's a guy that has kind of become the face of the franchise. Uh, Pecorine was that guy. He's retired now. Forsberg stepping up into this role. And while A.J. Brown isn't quite there yet, Derrick Henry is still the face of the Titans and will be for, you know, as long as he's here. But like Rene, if Henry either retires or moves on and the Titans decide to cut ties with him once he gets a little older, then then, then A.J. Brown would be that next guy, right? Like, like Philip Forsberg would. And neither of these guys are captains, by the way, but they are leaders at their positions for their respective teams. Forsberg's 27. Uh, AJ Brown's 24. They're, they're a little different in ages, but their impact is the same. They're both relied upon and really the Preds go as these guys, as Forsberg goes along with the Titans go as AJ Brown's Brown goes. And, and, you know, last but not least in an open market, their options would be unlimited. Every team in the NFL could use an AJ Brown, just like every team in the NHL could use a Philip Forsberg. So for me, it's obvious. I think A.J. Brown is your Titans comparison with Phil Forsberg. So I think A.J. Brown, I think, is uh, is definitely one of these comps, right? And I'm seeing some others, and I'll and I'll go through the, your guys' comments here in a second. But I just don't think it's completely fully baked to be A.J. Brown is the Philip Forsberg of the Titans because the Preds have paid Philip Forsberg the second contract already. It was a six-year deal for like $36 million, which is crazy because it just cost the Preds $6 bucks a year for Philip Forsberg throughout his entire 20s almost. I think I'm taking this a step further, Jack. Philip Forsberg is the face of the Preds right now. Philip Forsberg is why you go to a Preds game. Philip Forsberg is your fireworks. Philip Forsberg is Derrick Henry. Ooh. Trading away Philip Forsberg would crush the Predators fan base. It would be awful, devastating. And that's the same way Titans fans would feel if the Titans trade away Derrick Henry. Because A.J. Brown is just not quite there yet. A.J. Brown is still too early on. The Titans are going to give him a second contract. And the, the Preds gave Forsberg that second deal. Derrick Henry's got his second deal. And if you if they decide to trade away from uh, go away from Derrick Henry, they're changing their identity. Philip Forsberg is the Preds' offensive identity. So Philip Forsberg and Derrick Henry, those two guys are my comp. And I the Preds cannot screw this up. They cannot. They absolutely cannot trade Philip Forsberg. This guy is the identity for the team. They can't do that. I do. I do need to say, uh, Robbie Stanley this morning uh, did tweet this out. He's been told that Phil's, Philip Forsberg has not not told the Preds that he doesn't want to be here. That doesn't mean that he's going to sign here. Doesn't mean he's going to not be traded. It just means that he has not told the Preds that he wants out for sure. So there is some conflict there a little bit, but Philip Forsberg being traded, I think would be devastating to the franchise. 
and they, they just can't do that. You can't do that. You need Philip Forsberg. He helps you market. He's got a personality. He's great on social media. He brings fans. Derrick Henry does the same thing. After last season, or really two seasons ago, uh, we'll take it back to last season, you could say you know, the Preds got to move some pieces. They did that. They moved Arvidsson. They moved Ryan Ellis. And they prepared for what was a mini rebuild, I guess you could say. A competitive rebuild is the phrase that a lot of baseball teams like to use. Um, so that hasn't really been the case. The Preds are in playoff, you know, playoff position right now. They've moved on from Pecorine to UC Soros, who's now in the Vesna conversation. So the Preds themselves are a playoff contender, but that we talk about, we were just talking about bad business with Harold Landry and what it might cost. Philip Forsberg is going to cost around $10 million, you know, AAV. So it's a steep price to pay. But you, you got to do, do it, though. You Philip do it Forsberg, if you're a contender. Philip Forsberg's more important to the Preds than Harold Landry is to the Titans. You do it if you're a contender. And, what you know, Preds fans have to be crossing their fingers. And another factor, Forsberg's fiance or wife, whatever it is, she's a country music star as well. So so Nashville's probably where she wants to stay. Is she? Yeah, well, she's a country music, music singer. I don't know if stars are that word. But um, yeah, I always did. Yeah, don't so, just watch on country music star that. that so, so, so that may play into it. Who knows? It, it, Preds fans have to be hoping for a win streak before this trade deadline comes. The Preds have to put themselves in a position where David Poyle and that front office says, "I don't think we can part ways with Forsberg this season, even though he's a free agent at the end of the year. We'll roll the dice, hope he comes back. Although he will, you know, have other shooters in free agency." They need him this year to get to the playoffs and maybe make a run. They've got the – Duchesne's finally playing well. Saros is playing well. Some of these young guys are stepping up and playing well. I love Yak- Yakov Trinan. Uh, th- there's a lot of things to like. Phil Tomasino, he's going to be a star uh, in, a, in a handful of years. So the, the pieces are there if you bring back Forsberg. But you can definitely get a haul if you move him. If the Preds are to go – you know, are to trend downward towards this trade deadline, I think that I would be more open to moving him, although I just can't imagine Phil Forsberg in anything other than gold. And I will say Alex Doherty, our Preds writer with A to Z Sports, uh, will have a – actually, I think he does have a piece up on A to Z Sports.com uh, right now, so you can check that out. I think that's going to go out on social media within the next hour or so. Um, so Alex Doherty will have that uh, about his thoughts on Philip Forsberg here coming up soon. Man, I hope it doesn't happen. You know, I'm going to be in the house tonight. It's, it's going to be a lot of it. There's going to be a lot of inj- energy. Uh, Pecorine's getting, numbers getting retired. Um, Phil Forsberg, I mean, it may be one of his last games as a Predator. You hope not. I hope not. But, I mean, that's the reality of the situation. There are There is a report out there um, with, with at least ability that, that they are shopping him. But this is another situation where David Poyle, it, it, hockey players, it's it, GMs in hockey – shop more guys than the NFL shops their guys, right? Sure, yeah. It's so a there's different. a lot more movement. The trade deadline's yeah. a lot bigger in the NHL and the MLB. You could compare Phil Forsberg, if you're a Braves fan, to Freddie Freeman, who may be leaving Atlanta. So Dre says he knows nothing about hockey. So how I learned hockey is I because I like basketball. I grew up playing ball basketball, like, you know, diving into X's and O's and strategy of basketball. I viewed learning hockey like basketball. So Dre, quick, quick, you know, tutorial – you know, there's five guys on the ice. There's five guys on the court. The difference with on with hockey is there's a goalie in front of the basket uh, to go along with your five guys. So but the spacing, the passing, the cutting, the sets, all are very similar. You try to get uh, pressure in the paint and a presence in the paint to get traffic around the net like you do try to get to the basket and to get to the rim. So if you look at it like that, you also need some big shots that can fire away from the outside uh, and that you can get offensive rebounds to finish in as well. So that's how I learned hockey, Jack. I don't know how you learned hockey, but that worked for me. And it's a two-way thing, right? I love it. it it's, I, I'm so stoked that it worked in Nashville because I the Preds are neck and neck with the Titans to me. I, I love going to those games. They're, they're, they're probably more entertaining than, than Titans games just because of the atmosphere that the Preds provide and that crowd has. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's organized chaos on ice. It, it's exactly what you'd imagine with a rock and everybody holding their sticks, all skating on ice. It's organized chaos. It's beautiful at the same time when it works and looks good. We've seen that from Preds teams in years past. We've seen that sometimes this year from the Preds team. We will not be seeing it work as beautifully as we as we have 
if Philip Forsberg's not on the ice wearing gold. Uh, Kenneth says, sounds like soccer. And then uh, Dre, NB says, Dre, Better. it's soccer on ice. I don't know. Like, I'm Better. not a soccer person, but like, it's look, spacing is similar, passing is similar. The way you kind of go back and forth, up and down the ice, and the way you, you know, retreat some to reset in soccer is, I guess, kind of the same. But I viewed it as when you're playing in the zone, it's a lot of the movement of basketball because of the numbers that you have. And, you know, Philip Forsberg is your is your score. He's your main guy that can go get you a bucket when you need it in crunch time. So that's that's how I kind of view it. It's more compact. The speed is much, much faster than soccer. And instead of flopping and rolling on the ground, these guys are grabbing each other, punching each other in the noses. It's a combination of basketball and soccer, but played on ice. Fair? Fair. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it, yeah. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this uh, Thursday. I almost forgot what day it was That's because we were off on Monday, so that helps. Uh, so A to Z Sports live on this Thursday. Time for the magic bucket, but real quick, Jack, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who you should go to and also who you should trust. The Bone & Joint Institute, they can help you out, help you get back uh, to health. They've got over a dozen doctors there at their facility that specialize in any type of joint injury uh, that you could possibly have to get you back to feel in the right way. And they've got satellite campuses in, in uh, Brentwood, in Thompson Station, and also in Nolansville. Uh, so check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Check these guys out. Bet MGM, it's the king of sports books. It's the only app you need on your phone if you're a sports gambler. Use that promo code A to Z Sports when signing up. If you don't like your book now or you want to you, you, you test your luck somewhere else, maybe get a fresh start, new energy, download the BetMGM app. Use this promo code on the screen, A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Spend that however you'd like. Uh, you're not going to lose your initial deposit with this risk-free bet. That's, that's why it's called risk-free. If you lose, no big deal. You still have all the money you put in. But it's a chance at bonus money, up to $1,000 of bonus money. It's monopoly money, essentially, until it turns green, uh, which it will as soon as you win that bet. Use that promo code A to Z Sports. Cash in on this $1,000 risk-free bet today. Uh, my bad. I hit, I hit the uh, wrong. I hit the. I messed all the graphics up. I hit the throwing shade button by accident. You did that uh, last time I was on. I know. I did it two Thursdays in a row. I keep hitting the throwing shade thing. I don't know why I'm doing that because the magic bucket button is right below the throwing shade button. They go. I think, I think it's because we all fear the bucket and what it what, what powers it has. Yeah, yeah. They all go in order. The buttons uh, there. So, all right, time for the magic bucket here live. On this Thursday, Jack, I will let you pick if you want to go first or second. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. I'll go first. All right, Jack's going first. Yeah, throwing buckets. <laughs> Thank you, G-Bag. I like yeah, Dion. My bad. Dion's my bad on that. Hockey, gangsta figure skating. Fair. I like that, Dion. All right, Jack, this is appropriate. Uh, you have to wear a scarf on tomorrow's show. Okay. Okay. That's you, that is you own a scarf. easy. No, of course not. Well, I actually own a national soccer club. I, I I was gonna say you have a soccer scarf, don't you? I'm like <laughs> that was gonna be the next sentence out of my mouth. Yep, I, I've got one. I, I would prefer soccer, but I love I love national SC. I would prefer you go uh, get one from your girlfriend, but um, I know you would prefer that. That would be better entertainment. It'd be better for the show. But if you want to go ahead and. Uh, Wear a soccer scarf, and you can do that. All right. Well, good thing it's up to me. Uh, Johnny says Austin still hasn't gotten the eye shadow out of his eyes. I have. <laughs> I have. I, it's all. That was so funny. I just have other shadow, like actual like light shadows from where I'm going because it's so dark outside right now. A to Z, right. we're expanding, and that expansion includes a makeup artist. So he, <laughs> he yeah. lives in Austin's house. He's a live-in makeup artist. No, I, that's not true. I already did that one. That was the turnaround and act like you're making out with yourself. I did that a couple weeks ago. That was pretty funny. Oh, man. Good thing Jack didn't get that one, right? <laughs> oh, God. All right. I already done, I've already done this. It's it, go get a dog toy and put it in your mouth. I did that before. And uh, for the third day in a row, 
I have uh, Bella. There she been, is. She is Bella's been sitting next to me for the last three days. She's got a stitch on her foot that she can't lick, so I have to keep her with me at all times. Uh, so she's been chilling with me right here. So, all right, here's another one. We need new, more magic bucket stuff. Mm. <clears throat> I've already done this one. You want so you want more magic bucket? We need more magic buckets. Oh, uh, submissions. Oh, okay, ideas. Yeah. All right, this is an oldie but a goodie. Um, name blank amount of amount of things as you can in fifteen seconds. So Jack, come up with a category of things oh, I have yeah. to name. Okay. That one's a evergreen. Always stays in the bucket. Okay. Let me think. Give me two seconds. Okay. I've got it. I'm going dark though. All right. So here's how you do it. You you say the sentence once. Get your clock ready because you have to have the timer for 15 seconds. You say it once and then you repeat it. And after you're done repeating it, you start the clock. And I have 15 seconds to accomplish it. All right. So is your clock ready? Yes, my clock is ready. Let me preface this. I want everyone to know that I'm not some type of sicko. Um, I do like murder mysteries. um, And that's kind of where I'm going here. If you get my drift. Oh, God. I don't. I'm not going to do well in this category. Mame. Five. No, it's as many as I can. Name as many serial killers as you can in 15 seconds. Okay. Name as many serial killers as you can in 15 seconds. Very dark. Ted Bundy. uh, um, uh, I I don't know. That's probably good. Let's see. Uh, Well, your time is now up. So, yeah. I I mean, Ted Bundy. That's freaking hard. I, I'm not good at that. Oh, yeah. What's that movie? What's that movie about him? Oh, man, I can't do this. Like real serial killers, not like fictional. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, fictional you get half credit for. Michael Myers, the train killer, the train killer. What's the one that was in the uh, the NFL? The, the Packers had a serial killer. I, I don't know. I, I went through a Je- uh, Dahmer, Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer. Killed, uh, Ryan Tannehill kills Titans fans' dreams. That's not right. The Zodiac killer, damn it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of good ones that sh- I don't think about those. I did go through a stage uh, like three or four years ago where I watched a lot of serial killer documentaries. Yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of where I've I've been lately on my streaming apps, which is not always a great place to be, but uh, uh, it, it's so interesting. Here's a funny story. Um, so before COVID, we would go play a big game of like laser tag downtown Nashville for my wife's birthday, which is tomorrow, by the way. But we would go, you know, February, you never know what the weather's going to be. So we would do uh, uh, laser tag downtown with a bunch of friends and then go out drinking afterwards. So my on, on laser tag, you get to come up with a, your name, right? Yeah. You can only use like eight characters <laughs> for your name. So, and you know, people were doing like Nighthawk and stupid stuff like yeah. that, right? My uh, my name. This was right when the documentary came out, but my name was Ted Bundy. <laughs> so, oh my god! And so, whenever I would shoot somebody in laser tag, you'd look at the end of your gun and say you would be shot by the t- name tag, and so it would be killed by Ted Bundy. And since so people <laughs> people in the laser tag uh, game that were like, when I was, was like Ted Bundy. Who does that? Like it was freaking people freaking out. It was really funny. Billy Jones says my son has a tattoo of Ted Bundy on his forearm. Billy Jones, you need parenting classes, my guy. Marilyn Manson. I was trying to think of Marilyn Manson or, or not. Who is the which Manson is the serial killer? I don't think it's Marilyn Manson. No, that's just the weirdo. Yeah, he's Charles. He's, he's a creep. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Aaron what Hernandez. Is, oh, <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could be. Um, Damn it! What is this guy's name? I'm blanking on him, and it's gonna kill me. It, it's Charles uh, Manson. Yeah, everybody answered that one. Marilyn, my, my bad, Marilyn Manson, for making you a serial killer. But anyway, I, I suck at serial killers, so that's that. Man, I'm I'm trying to. Th- uh, this is gonna this is gonna get by me, and I'm gonna think of it as soon as we end. The this Green show. River Kill Killer. Never heard of them. The Packers had a guy on their team. I think they. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I read about that. I read a long story about that. He was like a wide receiver, and he went down like the coast of like Portland and like Oregon into Northern California. I can't remember his name though. 
Uh, it was the it was Randall Woodfield. Randall Woodfield. Randall Woodfield. They, they called him. Uh, I think it's named after an inter- the I five Bandit. The I five. I five Killer. The I five. I five Killer. Yeah, I read that in like Sports Illustrated like ten years ago. I don't know, yeah. but anyway, Eric says the Ice Truck Killer. You know where that's from? No. Dexter. Good show. Yeah, aren't they? They're bringing it back. Did they already they bring are. it back? <clears throat> they are. Yes. I don't have Showtime anymore, uh, but might have to figure out how to watch that. Yeah. But, all right, guys. Good Thursday show here uh, today. Jack, you're going to be in the house for Pecorino's retirement. So very impressive for you to get that ticket. Hot ticket for sure. No, so not. enjoy the uh, game tonight. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Tomorrow's going to be fun. We'll talk about maybe what happened. Hopefully we're talking about a Preds win and Philip Forsberg not being traded. But That's right. Time will tell. All right. We'll see you guys on Friday. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Appreciate it.